Beloved of God, welcome to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael, and today, Holy Mother Church celebrates the great solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Christ, also known as Corpus Christi Sunday. Now today, the Gospel reading is chosen from the sixth chapter of John, verses 51 to 58. So let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and open our hearts and our minds to hear him speak his word to us. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen. Amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It was time for communion and a four-year-old boy walked up and put his hands out to receive communion. His mother leaned forward and told him that he was not old enough to partake in communion and that he should cross his arms in front of his chest for a blessing. Well, reluctantly, he obeyed. The next Sunday, the young boy and his family were in church again. As the collection started and got to their pew, he ignored it. His mother again leaned over and tried to coax the nickel out of him. He steadfastly refused, stating, If I can't eat, I'm not paying. <laughs> I, I love that. I just love it. Brothers and sisters, Corpus Christi, today's solemnity, celebrates the true presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Jesus, present to us intimately and directly in the sacrament of the altar, is real food and real drink. His body and blood, broken and poured out for us and for our salvation, is what unites us as one body of Christ. Jesus promised that he would always be with us. In this holy sacrament, he is not only with us, but in us, transforming us from the inside out to be in unity with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and with the whole community of faith. 
You see, Corpus Christi is a celebration of what we believe. The sacred body and blood of Christ is the continuing and true presence of Jesus with us in the form of bread and wine, where in the Mass it becomes his body and blood. This theological belief is known as transubstantiation. Now, in other words, it may look and taste like bread and wine, but in fact, these elements have been changed, transformed into the actual flesh and blood of Jesus. For Jesus himself told us, all things are possible with God. And this happens in the Mass. That's why that event is so important in our life. The Eucharist is the source and the summit of the life of the church, and everything we do leads up to Mass and flows from it. The Eucharist is central to our life of faith and our life as a faith community. This sacred moment brings us into communion with the whole church and motivates us to live the values of the gospel imitating Jesus by loving and caring for our brothers and sisters. <laughs> There's a story that's told uh, that one of the seminarians who gives tours of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome spoke of an interesting incident. He was leading a, a group of Japanese tourists who knew absolutely nothing of our faith. With particular care, he explained the great masterpieces of art, sculpture, and architecture. He finally concluded at the Blessed Sacrament Chapel, trying his best to explain quickly what it was. As the group started to disperse, an elderly man who had been particularly attentive stayed behind and said to the seminarian, pardon me, would you explain again this blessed sacrament? The seminarian did, after which the man explained, Ah, if this is so, what is in this chapel that is greater work of art than this? Indeed, the Eucharist is the greatest treasure we have as a people of faith. And though you and I may never be able to fully understand or even explain this great gift and mystery of Jesus among us, the desire and acceptance of this belief leads us to deeper intimacy with the Lord and precious grace to do the work of the gospel. Day after day, hour after hour, someone is praying in the world before the Blessed Sacrament, exposed in a Eucharistic chapel somewhere. Now say what you want, but the lives of those who spend time in contemplative prayer before the Holy Presence have had their lives changed. Moreover, their constant prayer is changing the life of every person in the world, and we are all blessed by their sacrifice. I want to encourage more of you to take advantage of this great opportunity in the places where you live and worship. You see, when I became the pastor of the parish Light of the World Catholic Church um, here in the Archdiocese of Denver some 18 years ago, I began to realize that many of the faithful were hungering for a greater knowledge of their faith. 
there seemed to be an overall belief that there was nothing different between Catholics and many other Christian faiths. I struggled and prayed that the Lord would send me an answer of how to respond to this need. Well, one day, this gentle-spoken woman with the most loving heart came to me and begged me to start Eucharistic Adoration. I thought that maybe a couple of times a week or maybe after daily Mass for an hour might be enough. She insisted, Father, if we're going to do this, we need to do it right, and we need to do it 24-7. Well, I was certain it could never happen. I told her I thought it was impossible and that she would never get the number of people necessary for that to happen. She reminded me that if God wanted this to happen, it would happen. So we began a campaign and invited people to sign up for one hour a week in adoration. In the first weekend, we had 300 people sign up for adoration. What followed was an incredible transformation of that parish and those people. Within a few years, we not only increased our educational efforts, but we had parishioners who wanted to build a permanent church with sacred simplicity for all to come and worship as opposed to the space that we had. The parish was built and paid for in just a few years. You see, it's true. <laughs> All things are possible with God. And if he wants it, it'll happen. So brothers and sisters, let us embrace the grace and belief of the most holy sacrament of the body and blood of Jesus. May the Eucharist, the true presence of Christ, Bless us and feed us, strengthen us and change us more and more each day as a people of unity and love, fulfilling God's will by our charity and our sacrifice. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Do take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.